right, my talkers, we are hanging out with Lori and Julia. Big, big show today. We had a great guest. T. Michael Rambo was on. That was a lot. Michael T. Rambo, excuse me. I always butcher that. That was a lot of fun, but we've got a great hour ahead here. So sit back and enjoy Lori and Julia. Thank you, Julia. Give us the state of the state of Project Down and Dirty, please. Oh, all right. So there are very limited VIP tickets left. I think we're like at like 14, maybe. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of the general mission are going. And this is for Project Down and Dirty Film Fest. It's going to be Friday night. September 30th at the Showplace Icon West in St. Louis mm-hmm. Park. And the VIP tickets get you um, the reunion show from 3 to 5 where we sit down, all of us hosts, and mm-hmm. have a moderator. It's always fun. That's mm-hmm. always fun. Pre-screening party with food and beverages. Exclusive red carpet access. Now, literally, I wish you would just call it a cocktail party. Because it's not. Oh, that's why. Um, okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. It's food and beverages. Got it. I and, see. Yes. Yeah. And um, bring a flask, just like in the olden days. Oh, Lori. <laughs> that's right. Oh, gosh. I've been trying to give you the wonky face every time you bring that up today, mm. and you just aren't getting it. Yeah. Um, anywho, this is live. Um, and then the exclusive red party access. So, literally, red party? Or red carpet access yeah, for the. Party. And then the show's the first screening. And remember, these are short films. So four 10-minute films. And then a Q&A with the directors and the cast mm-hmm. afterwards. So the first screening's at 7.30. And then the second one's at 8 o'clock. And the third one's at 8.30. And each of those tickets are $40 for general admission. You can go to my talk, get them right now, keyword project. Mm-hmm. And also, this is a charity. And yes. this money is going to f- great charities, and that money goes to the charities, folks. Yeah, Twin yes. Cities Film Fest, Alexandra House, which is our charity, One Heartland, and Face to Face. So those are we four charities. We don't know what's going to happen when these movies come out. I'm feeling so... Sundance premiere? Julia, <laughs> could be a coincidence. May get, you may, we may finally get our TV show that we've you've long wanted. For I really, us. Um, but yes, you have. I'm just I saying for a year. I feel confident in our movie idea because it's um, so us. One hundred percent. You know, and and in that way, because I don't ever feel confident about anything to do with acting or anything like that, because it's not a we can't do it. But you're so funny. Yeah. So anyway, so I feel good and I feel like Colleen and Bradley and Holly are going to have some. Everyone's going to have something that talks them. It'll be for them. And then Jason. I mean, they've got Don. She's She's a a scriptwriter, right? And and um, then Don and Steve. I haven't. I've heard overheard them talking about theirs because I'm here all day. I'm not going to say what it is, but theirs is pretty funny too. Everyone is going to be. So it's going to be very original and clever, and kind of. I am excited about it. I'm not excited about the actual work that goes into filming because we know too much about how much footage you need to make something. Mm -hmm. Remember we learned that like for an hour hour of filming, it's 80 hours. That's right. Mm -hmm. And this is just in housewives. We're just just nervous about it just in the sense that, you know, we get overwhelmed with the idea of raising money, having our show, doing the, you know, so we kind of get, you and I get very um, caught up on all of that stuff. Like, oh, that's, so much to do, you know, but I think the end result is going to be so much fun and it's going to really surprise us. And yes, Julia, modest hopes for a little film festival, something maybe happening for one of our four movies. I'd put my money on, you know, I don't know who. 
you guys. I don't know. Mm. Whatever name you like the best. Mm. Just like the horses. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Whatever sounds the most fun. Who comes out with the most clever movie name? Right, Uh right. Uh Okay, so let's get to Jimmy Kimmel last night because it was very curious to see what uh, Quinta Brunson, who won an Emmy for Outstanding Writing for the pilot of Abbott Elementary, and Jimmy Kimmel was doing his bone-headed, you know, prank where he pretended like he was passed out at her feet the whole time that she accepted and all of that. And she went back to the press room and a variety reporter asked her about it. And she said, I consider Jimmy one of the godfathers of comedy. Yes. And he was one of the first people to champion Abbott Elementary. I'm going to be on Kimmel on Wednesday night. I don't know. I might punch him in the face, but I'm just enjoying the moment of winning my Emmy. So she was very funny, you know, gracious. Yeah. Uh, about that but people were really mad about it and he does do boneheaded stuff he was not reading the room and will arnett no people were not whoever was producing that nobody else ever stays on stage yeah after you present you, you know get out you of the way let them have their the moment name. yeah i mean we've never so this was really felt just like really and the stage was in the middle of the room too yes in a weird spot so it isn't exit stage left easily right but i mean do you arnett should have just dragged him off when he went away (laughs) after quinta got up on stage so here he he had a quinta come out he said i want you to come out and she came out during his monologue and gave the rest of her speech because remember they like did not let anybody have any time and so she did her thing. And that's cool that he gave her that moment. Well, listen, you know, it's an ABC show. They Good really point. do like each other. And uh, he was a champion of her show. She sent him the early pilot thing. So and anyway, this is Quinta and Jimmy Kimmel when they sat down on the couch. How are you? Hey. I feel like I just saw you. I know. Congratulations <laughs> on your uh, Emmy. Thank I, you. I, uh, I missed it. How did it go? Uh, <laughs> Jimmy? Um, I do want to explain this for those who may be confused by this. Mm-hmm. Now, what um, happened is, um, well, I have a video, and I'll show what happened. Okay. Um, and we'll, here, here's what happened. He's laying on the ground, mm-hmm. which we've all seen, as she walks over him to get to the microphone. Jimmy, wake up. I won. Jimmy? Okay, hold my phone. Um, hold my phone. Now, that was a dumb comedy bit that uh, mm-hmm. we thought it would be funny. I lost, and then I drank too much, and I had to be dragged out on the stage. Mm-hmm. And then people got upset. Mm-hmm. Um, they said, I st- stole your moment, mm-hmm. and, um, and maybe I did. And I'm very sorry if I did do that. I'm sorry I did do that, actually. And also, the last thing I would ever want to do is upset you because I think so much of you, and um, and I, you know, I think you know that. I hope you know that. I do. Well, Jimmy, let me just say thank you. It is very kind of you to say that. I honestly was in such a moment of just having a good time. Like I won my first Emmy. I was up there, like right. you know, happy. Right. And um, I was wrapped up in the moment and just having a good time. I don't know. I didn't see any of that. I saw I saw you and I saw Will Arnett and my Emmy, and I was just like, oh, my God, I'm having so much fun. But thank you. That's kind. But honestly, I, I had a good night. Oh, yeah. yeah I right, had a yeah. great night. Right, right, right. I mean, how gracious night. is she? Well, 100%. Yeah. She said, I'm in the moment. I don't care. Right. That, you know. Right. But, I mean, she true. I think she does accept it, and she truly was gracious. I wish Jimmy had been more forceful in his 
I was bonehead. Maybe I offended you. Well, I know I did offend you. That's I wish what you, I liked. I, I wanted him to be a little bit more f- but they had definitive. Just, but they had just done the bit where she he was doing the stand-up part of his show, and she came out and interrupted him. So this is after the commercial break. Yeah, no, so I know that. So they had already relived it a little bit. No, but he said that was his apology because he just said, I want to come. He didn't apologize to her when she came out and just did the thing. It was when she sat down on the couch. I just wish he'd been more owning up that it was a bone-headed, attention-stealing gimmick and no other presenter ever stays on stage when the winner comes up. And so I just wish that he had just been more... I don't know, Lori. I, I, like I watched the whole thing. Yeah. I watched the whole thing and what he also he went on to say. he legitimately hijacked it and I just wanted him to just be okay, more owning the... That hey, I am really sorry I did that because that was that was dumb. We didn't. Will should have dragged my. But drunk you don't ass even off. know the conversations that those two have had off the yeah. stage. Oh or yeah, anything. yeah, yeah. Because then he goes, "Do you know my history at the Emmys? I've been yeah. nominated the most and have never won once." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, he doesn't need to. Uh, I don't know. I I felt. And again, was she, she accepted it and she was gracious, just like she had to be gracious that night. And that was something that people were just like. I don't think like, she had. That. I don't, Lori. I think no, she of, was gracious no. that night. I mean, and after, and that what I'm saying is she was gracious even in the press room afterwards. Yeah. You know, because someone was like, weren't you mad about that? And she was like, I don't I think can, she generally was. She was. I so don't think she, she was, was very, she's been gracious the whole way through yeah, him. I, I wish he was. had been a little bit more okay. gracious back. Okay. To her is all I am saying. I I think I might. The internet said I offended you. Maybe I offended you. In fact, I know I did. It just took him, like, he couldn't be as gracious as she was. You're right. right. You're right. That's all I'm saying. I get that. But I do appreciate him saying, catching himself on the if I offended you, because that drives me nuts when people say, if I offend you. And then he was like, no, I did offend. So that that was the one moment where I felt like he was being as gracious as he could be. Yeah. And so she was gracious the whole way through that night onward. You know, she never gave any, any, she didn't feed that fuel. Never, never. Just Twitter did. She's the queen and that she is. Cheryl Lee yeah. Ralph, she had some words to say and stuff like that. But yeah, she, I think she truly accepts his apology. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And so. didn't she say in that speech with Variety after that Jimmy gave her her first shot on yes, a talk show that's too? What she, so, yes. so they've been, like you said, been friends yeah. for a long time. And I think it was just a, a little bit of a misunderstanding on his part. Like you said, he should have been dragged off. He should have just been dragged. You don't leave your drunk friend behind. You no. drag if you dragged him on stage, you drag him off, off stage. Yeah. That he is how been the, dragged off. That's yeah. how the roundabout way that somebody forgot that thing. It's not funny. You missed least. one step there. One tiny one step big there. one. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, listen. We come back. It's time for the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hey everybody, it's Lori. It's Lori and Julia here for the Dirt Alert with Holly. Holly! Yes. Yeah, I forgot what I was doing for a second. <laughs> I'm like, oh great. Sponsored to you by Gossip. Thank you. You're welcome. And they're they're paying a lot of money today. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. So uh today's Dirt Alert gossip is starting off with an update on the military uniform drama that is unfolding over in the UK. Yeah. Now an update on this is that Prince Harry will be wearing his military uniform when he takes part in a special vigil for his grandmother, Queen Elizabeth II, this Saturday.
Saturday. Okay. Now, a source exclusively tells Page Six that Harry, who was previously told he could not wear the military uniform, did not request the change. Uh, he is prepared to wear whatever his grandmother made plans for, says the source. He's focused on honoring her, and that's it. If they'd like him in uniform, uh, there would be no reason to think he wouldn't oblige. Now, the sources were saying... That Charles, uh, King Charles III was allowing his brother Andrew to wear a military uniform at the Queen's vigil, despite the fact that he is not a working member of the royal family. And Harry wasn't going to be able to. The optics of that were very bad. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so it seems like there has been a little course correction. Somebody gone in good old Chuck's ears and decided, hey, you know what? If Andrew's going to be wearing Mm -hmm. the military uniform with all the crap that he's allegedly done, then Harry needs to be able to do that, too. Yeah, there is. There was a, a on CNN. They had this royal. Um, I forget what the woman's name was, but she just said there is one difference in the UK versus the United States. When people serve in the military in the United States, you're entitled to wear your uniform for life. For a life in the UK, you're not supposed to wear your uniform if you're out of active duty, but you can wear your medallions and your ribbons. Which is what Andrew did. Right. And that's what Harry did, too, Mm -hmm. when they marched behind the procession. But I think that because people were really upset about this, because, of course, they're the monarchy. They can make the change. And Queen Elizabeth could have done that. And King Charles can do that. And I just think they're standing vigil. And, you know, uh, the queen was probably proud that her sons were in the military. Harry was 10 years and grandson. So someone just said, this is the right idea. You can make the change. But they don't in the UK. They don't. People don't appear in their military if they're out of the service. Right. Okay. So that's a difference Mm -hmm. between the two that I don't think we knew. Right. And now we do. And now we do. All right. Excellent. Uh, Moving on to Kim Kardashian and Scott Disick drama. Both of those, uh, they are being sued for $40 million for promoting luxury prizes on Instagram that are allegedly part of a fake lottery scam. Whoa. whoa. Yeah. Now, if you follow Kim Kardashian or Scott Disick, I don't follow Scott Disick, but Kim Kardashian, every once in a while, these contest posts will pop up in her Instagram feed. Mm -hmm. And according to the Sue, people who entered the contest were allegedly promised a chance at winning items like first-class tickets to Los Angeles, a three-night stay in Beverly Hills, and even $100,000. But sources close to the company that organized the lotteries, uh, they said that they told TMZ that there were legitimate people winning. However, the plaintiffs in this lawsuit uh, claim that Kim and Scott and curated businesses organized the contest to sell their personal information to advertisers. Oh, oh no. Mm-hmm. And no one got the any prizes. Yeah. The the company is countering yeah. that they did give away prizes. Interesting to see the re, the revealing of the receipts. However, I feel like something tells me this is going to be settled at a court. Yeah. It, well, yeah, you know, that's probably a whole thing on that's going to happen on Instagram, Instagram with all of this because of how I mean, I just think about how the FCC regulates what we do on radio and TV. Yeah. Yeah. Giveaways and, right? Well, right.
right. And the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission, has guidelines yeah. on how one is supposed to be operating on social media. Now, I suppose whether or not people follow those guidelines is another thing. God, I can't believe how much money there is in data mining. I mean, truly. Now, according to plaintiffs, Scott Disick is the main organizer of these lotteries, and uh, and Kim and her family members have helped promote it to Kim their millions of people. Huh? She's not talking to Scott anymore. Oh, is this Chloe? Yeah, right. That's right. going to be Chloe, his only friend. Right. His only friend. But, you know, it, it is fascinating because when these ads, well, I mean, I'll just, you know, when these lotteries or whatever you call mm-hmm. them appear in Kim Kardashian's feed, it is quite jarring. And you scratch your head and you're like, well, why is she doing this? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. She's, no. she's got all that money. Yeah. Why doing that? Is it to help? Scott out, which is going to stop doing that. Because, well, yeah, allegedly, yeah. supposedly, if right. he's the one wrangling them in, they're mm-hmm. doing it as a favor right? to their former, not even brother-in-law, former mm, fam- associate. Long-time castmate. Long-time castmate, let's just call it that. Uh, well, speaking of Kim Kardashian, Page Six reporting that she appeared to get snubbed by Anna Wintour at Fendi's New York Fashion Week show. Uh, well, we tried to blame Anna's dark sunglasses but t michael rambo was in here and he just said no she she saw she had eyes only for sjp oh yeah gonna talk to kim oh yeah nobody has time for that yeah because when you look at the photographs sjp and kim kardashian are standing side by side and sarah jessica parker look that that she is a celebrity that is closely related to new york city highly invested in there and it's like yeah we're gonna schmooze yeah and anna wintour seems like she could cut a you know what i mean she seems mean i never we know that Huh? I never want to meet her. Oh, no, I don't know. we saw her walk by us once, and she was like a there was like a glacier uh, going by, but a very thin glacier, like this, like the size of a piece of paper when you look at it <laughs> sideways, sideways. Okay, mm-hmm. just just a little wisp. Yeah, and by. you know Anna, you know she probably is kind of snooty. She's like Kim, you're not part of the Kanye anymore, and. Because she sure posed with Kanye. Yes, she did. At another show. Mm-hmm. Now, interestingly enough, Kanye West is allegedly severing ties with The Gap. This is according to information given to the Wall Street Journal. Or they're severing ties with him with his trash bag demands and all that goofy stuff. Yeah. So the Wall Street <laughs> Journal... Right. I mean, remember? Sift through this garbage yes. bag for your $200 sweatshirt. Sweatshirts, yeah. This is fashion. This is art. So would probably be propositioned by Kanye but according to him he's saying that the gap um didn't follow through with promises of fashion shows the way that his fashion was being distributed and so they yeah, want to they're cut probably ties. happy i mean i just don't think this is going to work out it, it never seemed like a good fit right so to speak so to speak <laughs> oh i see what i didn't even know i did there well there you go <laughs> <laughs> oh thanks guys right, thanks, thanks Holly. thanks so much i've got a theory today that julie's going to be able to pr- make a different pronunciation for our so. giveaway today what are we giving away today we are giving away seventh to the caller. seventh caller six five one six four one one oh seven one a pair of tickets to the preseason hockey game minnesota wild versus the colorado Go ahead. No, I'm too nervous. Say, say it. it. Say it. No, I. It's avalanche. No. 
snow. Oh, avalanche. 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 The avalanche. The, the avalanche. avalanche are coming in town. And they're I, the French hockey team from, from Colorado. Well, you know what? I think why <laughs> that's September 25th. You, yes. Yes. I think that's throwing you off, Julie, because when I read this thing that we got from promotions, mm-hmm. they do spell avalanche without the E on the They end. do. And that is not how you spell avalanche, unless that's how the Colorado Avalanche no, spells their name. It's it's a misprint there. It because it, so it looks it to does, you, you're it looks doing like a phonetic, avalanche, like A-V-A, You're doing a phonetic pronunciation. Yeah, you're doing it correct. There you go. So avalanche. I just had to get that theory out there. And then I got nervous, and I'm like, of course I'm going to do it wrong. It's so funny, but it is spelled that way. And I just realized the dyslexia that you do have, that does look like Avalanche. Avalanche. Thank you. Thank you. Thank okay. you. Okay, so a um, couple of theories today. Well, here's one just because um, we've heard this word so much this week in the royal coverage. And that word is, and it's a very British word, Q. Okay? <laughs> and Q is a great word because it's the actual important letter, Q, and then four more Silently waiting behind in line. Because it's spelled Q-U-E-U-E. But you just call it Q. Right. So kind of a little... And it means Q, being in Q, standing in line line. behind the person in front of you. You're in Q. You're in Q. And it's just, we don't refer to... We don't say it here. We say standing in line. We stand in line. British people are queuing and people, they keep saying they're queuing up. And so... People are kind of having fun with the, the, about what a great word Q is in the sense that it's the letter Q with the silent other words following, just standing patiently mm-hmm. in line, just like a line in a Q. And you never have a Q <sighs> without a U. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's because right. they got married when my son was in kindergarten and I had to go to one of the the things at school and it was when the Q and the U got married. Yeah. And I never had put that together because remember I missed third grade. Right. That's and right. You missed the important spelling I missed spelling the important words. spelling years. And so of course you would notice that in all of your reading and everything, but you will never find a Q without a U. U. I like that. Okay. So there we go. All right. So um, here is uh, a little something that I think this is a theory that your mom has known, but I was perusing through the nutritional Meta, or meta, metabolism and Cardiovascular Disease Journal that I get. Oh. Just perusing. Okay. You know, looking for important little yes. stories. The secret to a long, healthy, fit life. What do you think it is? Walking outside. No. It's something to eat. And you should have a handful almonds. every day. My mom and her almonds. Walnuts. Oh. It is walnuts. And the reason, Why walnuts over almonds? Okay, what and this is came. It? This is scientists at the University of Minnesota School of Public Health. Because we were just told grapes, health. so we're doing grapes, grapes every day. Grapes have the same uh, powerful health benefit as a walnut because, and this was this study is the longest and most exhaustive study to just study eating a handful of walnuts over a period of a number of years. Okay. But um, it's the only tree nut. That gives you plant-based omega omega three uh, alpha linoleic acid, which helps heart and brain health and is good for healthy aging. Just one handful of nuts gives walnuts. you walnuts. Walnuts gives you four grams of protein, two grams of fiber. It's an amazing amount of magnesium. 
And then you're getting the antioxidants and walnut eaters just seem to be healthier and living longer. And I think Danny Buettner might have told us that way long ago when he did the blue Blue zones. zones. That it's the walnut that's the good nut. The blueberries, Mm -hmm. the good nut, you know. The grapes. And why this is important even today, mm-hmm. Marcel Laurie, is in one of the randoms today, a study did come out. The number one killer of people is cardiovascular disease. Heart, yeah. Heart. So this is a good thing to, to if you have that so in parents, your family. If you want your kids to have a long, healthy, and active life, you make sure that kitchen is always stocked with walnuts and you figure out a way. It's decades of research that they did on the walnuts, that people who eat walnuts early in life are more likely to be physically active, eat healthy in general. And as they age and enter middle adulthood, it just very powerful health benefits. So start eating your handful of walnuts every day. Love it. I love a handful of walnuts in a salad. I love them in a salad. I don't like Mm -hmm. almonds in a salad because they're too crunchy. I mean, you have to work too much harder. You got to break them up. Yeah. Yeah, I like walnuts. Oh, I love a walnut. Yeah. And a candied walnut. Mm. Mm-hmm. Very good. So With blue cheese, spinach, yes, and salad girl lemon dressing. I just had it yesterday. The so more good. walnuts, the merrier, Julia. That's what I say. Okay, <laughs> okay. Um, this is a theory. Um, this was uh, a study that was done that expressing gratitude may be the true key to happiness. Are oh. you saying thank you enough? But here's where they were really going with it. Um, okay. Is well, the secret to ha- happiness may be expressing gratitude. As um, if you're thankful and content uh, in your life, uh, people say they're very happy and they give thanks and they say thank you a yes. lot and all these other things. But um, uh, the place that people don't get thanked is at work. Oh, at work. This is only eighteen percent of people who work feel appreciated in the office, and why? Because you just get told what you're doing wrong, yeah, or getting called out for something small, mm-hmm. but not recognized for all of the big. And if companies are looking to maybe have more productive and happy employees, maybe they need to start thinking. It's like the nurses. Yeah, you. We want thank yous with money. We want thank yous with hours. With you know, Safer getting more conditions. vacation time. But do do they even just say the saying the words thank you? Only eighteen percent of people said yeah at work. Do their bosses? No, thank but them. it's just saying the words. Yes, it, 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 it. There's a dramatic correlation between gratitude and happiness, and forty two percent of people believe a. Spoken thank you goes a long way. It's the form of gratitude that people really appreciate. People appreciate a written thank you note. Of course, Mm -hmm. they appreciate gifts. But um, yes, just by saying the words thank you, thank you, Mm -hmm. and of course, people in the South say it say it more often. But Mm -hmm. um, uh, smiling and you're welcome. People do not like it when people say it's nothing. If you oh, no. say thank you, you and you blow oh, it yeah. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just say that you're welcome. People yeah. think that's very rude. But yes, people would like more um more thank yous at the at the office. It's kinda like what Mr. Rambo said earlier, being present in the moment mm-hmm. and appreciating right. what you have mm-hmm. rather than not than looking at the negative side of it, looking at what you have. Yeah. That's the positive side of it. Yeah, that's cool. People would just like acknowledgement at work and they would like their bosses to listen to their ideas. They would like their bosses to give them more time off and they would like to be thanked. 
So maybe if you can't do the pay raise or whatever, you know, you can say at least thank you. Oh, gosh. I've said this. When listeners call in and they give you guys compliments yeah. to me, and I can't always, you know, express right, that on right? air, but I get it to you later, and they'll do it to me as well. That goes better. That Those those compliments that the listeners give you guys and give us mm-hmm. are more important than a paycheck in my eyes. I think, doesn't that, isn't that well, true? don't go getting ahead of yourself. Well, no, you know, though. Yeah, I but know, I mean, it, it really, is when really you hear that. You know? Genuinely, when people do, and we just got back from the fair, and people come up and say the nicest things and we are very grateful for them expressing that it makes us feel good and they feel good and we all walk away happy from the interaction and hope that we can go find a handful of walnuts somewhere okay here here's my thing (laughs) do we have an avalanche winner we did, yeah. yes. Actually, get this. So our winner, our original seventh caller. Did you notice I pronounced it right? You did. Yes, you I wrote did. it Our first yeah. caller could not make it because she double-checked the date, so she gave the tickets to the eighth caller. Oh, no. And Kim was very excited because her daughter, who just lost her job, this will be a nice little oh. gift to take her daughter. Kim is very excited. So I want to thank the caller number seven who decided to pass them on to caller eight because she could not make it. That's she had awesome. double-checked the yeah. date. Yeah. Awesome. All right, listen, we come back. Uh, we've just got some stories that we didn't get to including a british vogue first that we have posted on our show page for the first time in british vogue's 106 year history a man is flying solo on the cover timothy chalamet what is he in something right yes, now yes he, he is in the movie it's the october 22 2022 issue and um mad about the boy is what it says and casey oh that's the one with hugh no, no, oh. that's just the headline on oh, Vogue. Okay. He is the movie that he is in is Bones and All, where he plays a cannibal oh. in the eighties. Oh, hey, oh, oh, yeah. Uh, but he's supposed to be really great, and I always think of Timothy Chalamet as being a French guy, but he's a New Yorker. Is he really? And he was the he was a teenager in Homeland. Oh yes, into yes, wow, he was the teenage that, boy in Homeland. Oh, he was, Boom. and then wow. he transitioned into movies with a movie called Men, Women, Children, and Interstellar. And um, he he told British Vogue, "I had a delusional dream in my early teenage years to have in my late teenage years an acting career." And um, the pandemic humbled him as it humbled everybody. He said, I wish I'd tried to get my adult feet under myself a little bit earlier than I did. And, um, of course, he's a fashion he's horse. He's a fashion horse. Everywhere in London or in Paris, I was like, there's Timothy Chalamet, because I was thinking he was a French guy, but there were so it's many Timothy hysterical. Chalamet lookalikes. That's hysterical. And he shared with British Vogue... Um, a story about Leonardo DiCaprio, and he just said, they asked him, British Vogue, have any of the other actors that you've worked with or that you've met along the way given you any advice? And he said, yeah, Leonardo told me no hard drugs and no superhero movies. That's good advice. That's funny. He, You know what he's in, though, Laurie? He's also in Dune 2. Yes. yes. And he is in Wonka. Yeah. Willy Wonka, oh, yeah. the new one. He has mm-hmm. seven musical numbers in the new Willy Wonka. I think he was in the original Dune as well, wasn't he? Yes, yeah, he yeah. was. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's got a lot going on. And he's not partnered with uh, a fashion brand yet, like Harry Styles yes. is with Gucci. I'm kind yes. of expecting him to because, I mean, my goodness, that beautiful um, top he had on at the Venice Film Festival, the red, the halter top. 
Oh, yeah. That, you know, and then the glasses. He had the cat eye glasses, yeah, so too. Yeah, so he isn't partnered. He's a fashionista. And then inside this British Vogue, he's doing, he's playing different characters. But he's a very interesting, and people were raving about how good he is in this Bones and All. I have less um, hope for the Willy Wonka, oh. because I don't know how you ever beat the original with Gene Wilder. And everybody in those, no. you know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's like Wizard of Oz. It yeah. just doesn't need to be done, but okay, try it. Okay, yeah. tell me if you think this is okay. a good casting. R- Renee Jean Page. Reggie, Reggie Jean Page. Mm-hmm. Reggie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Renee's sister. Okay. <laughs> but Mr. Hastings. Yes, the Duke Bridgerton, of Hastings, as we like to call him. And Top Gun's Glenn Powell. Yes. To star in Butch and Sundance. Series at Amazon TV. I'm all right with that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm I all could, right I with that. that. I like a western, and mm-hmm. they're not going to remake the movie. Please don't give us another story. Sure, I'll take that. Yeah, mm-hmm. love Glenn Powell. I do too. Rosie O'Donnell is going to be on Watch What Happens Live tonight. You guys, Heck yeah, she's making the rounds for she American really Gigolo and promoting the League of Their Own and TV promoting series. her new girlfriend, who's made her be interested in sex again. Well, that's nice. I think so. You're you're going to look seven years younger if you have sex on the regular. There you go. And Mm -hmm. eat some walnuts. You'll live a little longer. There you go. Adding it up. Um, And then... um, And watch the Whitney Houston trailer. I want to dance with somebody. That looks so good. It really does look good. Yeah, it looks so, so good. It's uh, coming out in December. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's Whitney actually singing in the movie, but the actress uh, is Naomi Aki. Achy. Like achy, achy, breaky heart, you know. But yeah. I remember her pronunciation of her name. You must know. You must have seen her from that movie, The End of the Bleeping World. That, and I remember when I reported on this earlier, I kept doing what you were doing, and then I went to Google pronunciation, and then I went and saw some interviews, and then I keep reminding myself, like, achy, breaky breaky heart. heart. Well, speaking of achy, breaky heart, Mm -hmm. Miley Cyrus and her father are no longer talking. Oh, no. This has been Trish. About Trish. Yep. Yep. So they um, are at odds. They've unfollowed each other on Instagram. Oh, wow. no. Billy Ray Cyrus wants a divorce after 30 years of marriage. The so two, does she. They yeah. both have taken turns filing for divorce. Yeah. I think he is maybe... Got the wandering wiener a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he always swears it's for the last time. Yeah. You know? Because mm-hmm. usually when the, do- when, the, when the child is... I don't picks know. The mom. Picks the mom. Picks the mom. I feel like one was cheated on. The mom. Yes. Yes, that is. Something has happened. So, that's so. But Miley really has been radio silent. She has been. I mean, she was red hot around New Year's after that performance on New Year's where oh, she had the nip such slip. a good variety oh. show. Yeah, the variety. It was the, it was the best. I hope She's they bring her back. She's doing it again. Good. She signed like a three-year deal with NBC Genius. to do that show. That was a Pete fun Davidson. show. That was a fun show. I, we want people, if you want to get the VIP mm-hmm. tickets to Project Down and Dirty, I'm sure they're going to be sold out by tomorrow at this time. Yes. So there's a limit, very limited number okay. left, and this is for charity. So it'll be a charitable write-off as well. Oh, yeah, it's it is night. going to be fabulous. Are I you know. kidding me? It is a night of unique m- movie-making cinema. Hooray okay. for Hollywood. Come on. We're having a red carpet. We're going to be swirling around. What's it, when you put your hair back and you, you put your you hand on your head? You've got the vapors. No, but you put your hand. Where's my, get me, Philip, get me, me my, my lighter. <laughs> my lighter, my lighter. I can't read the script without my glasses. Oh, <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. 
it's going to be a lot of work and it's going to be a lot of fun. And I do think that the people who go are really going to enjoy yeah. it. I think so, yeah. too. Yeah. I, I think so, too. Mm-hmm. But go to my talk keyword project to get your tickets. We'll be back tomorrow.